Hello everybody and welcome to episode 108 of Operation Retroshock. It is the 10th of June 2018 and that means only one thing. It is E3 2018 week. Now it's been started just a wee bit early but we're here to give you our coverage. It is another absolutely glorious sunny day here in Northern Ireland. That's your weekly update on the Northern Ireland weather. Mm. Um, we've had a constant week of sunshine. What the actual heck is happening? But... Alongside me, as always, yeah, it's in the game. It's uh, Chris Vent here because we're going to talk about EA uh, first of all, and we're going to talk a bit about Bethesda because these ones are kind of shorter. We're going to talk about Microsoft in a separate one, and then we're probably going to do Nintendo separate from the other ones as well. Yeah, we just kind of threw the plans out the window. We did say you would probably only do two episodes in total, but we just thought it might be easier. For you guys, if you're listening, if we break them up separately into each press conference that happens, because say for example you don't want something spoiled or you don't you haven't actually seen any you know particular one of the press conferences yet, then you don't have to worry about skipping that section of the show. If you haven't seen it, you just don't listen to that episode until you have seen it, and then of course come back and listen to it. All crystal clear. I'm Alan Price. I don't think I actually introduced myself. <laughs> so, hello to you all. Um, yeah, I'm extremely excited for this. This is going to be, I think it's probably going to be the most episodes we've recorded in quick succession since our Doctor Who run many moons ago. Where oh, we did probably. like 11 episodes in, what was it, like a, a week and a half, two weeks or something yeah. like that. But we recorded them over like three days or something. Yeah, it was, that was really draining after a while. But each of those episodes was like the guts of hour and a half to two hours if not longer yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty crazy do you not have any time hop thing for me today no i don't think i do um i'm really honest, disappointed chris I, I, I totally forgot about that but um i saw a double check here while we're here but i don't know if anything came up my time hop to do with you um <laughs> well three years ago today both christopher lee and dusty road sadly passed away so there is that, and that's all there is. There is no Alan Price uh, time hop moments. So. That's it. That's Chris Finn's time hop update, everybody. Yeah, Alan has the weather. I have the time hop, so. <laughs> uh, but yes, it is our first E3 2018 episode, and it is going to be about Electronic Arts. Their press conference is called EA Play. Um, a bit of a random title to say, but uh, will we just get stuck straight into this thing, Chris? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Straight out the gate for EA Play, we got a quick teaser for Anthem. So, kind of setting us up here, Chris, uh, going into the conference, that that's probably going to be their big gun. Yeah, because it had that, like, that way WrestleMania had those weird images that looked like they were coming off the TV, and then they had that with that, with, like, the monster and then the dude shit, and they were like, wow, isn't that awesome? And you're like, oh, no, they're going to have some woman talking in it. Because there's Chris. no, it's just a case of some of them seem so awkward. Yeah, like there's one that we'll get on to do with Microsoft that honestly it felt like she just lost the ability to read. See, see, to be honest, the girl that did host this is actually very, very good. I have listened to a number of her podcasts, and she's really good. I could tell she was a wee bit nervous. You find that a lot because then remember was and it, excited though was it last year that they had the guy to do with Need for Speed and they went to talk he to completely him completely messed and it he up. just were like oh that's that's why you don't get just a random YouTuber yeah to go and do your big main press comments but I thought on the whole across the show she did all right um, I think some things throughout the conference maybe didn't do her any favors 
but that's no fault of her own. Mm. That's the way some things were set up. So after the little anthem tease and the general greetings and hellos for this conference, we got uh, a bit of Battlefield Five. Yeah, Battle Royale mode, because every shooting game now needs a Battle Royale mode. Woo! It really is going to be the next fad. Like I say, the next fad it is the fad, really, now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's only a matter of time before people don't play this and just get so, so, uh, sick of it, because there's one we'll talk about tomorrow, whenever we've done Sony's one, that basically doesn't have a single player now because they've put this into it. Yeah, this this fad I do not see lasting very long. You're probably going to get it for this round of games coming out, and then that's going to be your lot. Because potentially PUBG is going to kind of ruin it for everybody as well, because they're busy, uh, by the looks of it, suing Fortnite and all that nonsense yeah. as well. You can't copyright a Battle Royale mode. No. When there was a movie years ago, go called Battle Royale, yeah. where well, you stole your premise from in the first place. Well, whenever H1Z1 was out before... PUBG was yeah, so, so yeah but um, yeah Battlefield 5 guys are saying oh it's not Battle Royale it's just Royale mm. so yeah. what's a Royale with cheese Chris in France yeah I don't know <laughs> the Big Mac a Royale um, with cheese but that's the thing is that they said tune in tomorrow to Microsoft's press conference to see what was it they said the, they the say story thing. mode the single yeah, player story mode and they mode. only showed like a really real snippet Mm-hmm. Um, of it and that was it and you're like is, okay. that it? is that it boys yeah so I think they, they could have done more here to entice you to do a battlefield for me I don't think they went long enough there's certain areas that they could have cut down like towards the end yes they could have just omitted that completely and then put that in there and give more space I to think one of the main criticisms I have for this conference on the whole across it is that you know there's a lot of what you expect from EA, yeah. your sports games. But I think a lot of what we actually got to see is where I have my criticisms, is we didn't get enough gameplay of what we wanted to see. That's And we that's, got too much gameplay of something but that's we not probably even, weren't that that's bothered not even of. just this. That's, the ne- that's in all of them. Yeah. Is that there's been very little here's gameplay footage of this yeah you know or here well we'll get into the end you know like here's you know very very scripted gameplay of this and you're like yes oh um but yeah there's i don't know about you but there's nothing really here battlefield 5 way that really kind of grabbed me and said here get a bit more interested in this i think at the minute there's a lot of franchises that are just coming towards their end of their life cycle because you have Battlefield, you have Call of Duty, you know, like, yeah, um, with, certainly with certain games like Fallout, you're extending that because you haven't had a new Fallout game for a while, but the likes of, say, Battlefield, FIFA, um, the likes of The Division, obviously, you've had so much stuff of, but there's certain games that they just need to stop focusing on and then there's a lot here that we're like oh right well out of all of them I think there's one new game that we didn't expect yeah uh, it's it's EA in a nutshell is they they stick to their bread and butter they stick to they, what they know will make the money because that's well one of EA's big criticisms it's all about the dollar dollar bills mm-hmm. um, but yeah we'll move on and the next obvious choice on the rundown of course is FIFA 19 Yay. Bigging up the fact that they have the Champions League. And again, I think the thing for me with this is, again, number one, 
no real gameplay. It was a trailer, mm-hmm. which one wee thing I liked was that they got Hans Zimmer involved in yeah. the music and stuff. So I'm a big fan of Hans Zimmer, so that was cool. But no gameplay, and oh look, the Champions League's in the game, which if you're into your video games, you knew this was happening. Yeah. Because it was announced, I think it was because of a month or two months ago that uh, they weren't renewing the license or something with Pez. Yeah. With Pez. So you put two and two together when that's announced and you say, right, okay, well obviously FIFA has managed to yeah. stop up the cash to get it. This part of the presentation as well, I think, with it being football, soccer to our American listeners, was lost in the vast majority of the audience. I think because a lot of it was more on FIFA 18, you have the free World Cup mode, and now you can actually download this for free, and if you don't have the game, then you're going to have like a trial of it. But everyone has played it. I'm sure everyone in the world has probably played a FIFA, like they have Mario at some stage, way, shape, or form. Yeah. But again, it was just two people on stage talking about stuff, and you're like, all right, okay. Um, you didn't have any mention really of the the journey thing whether that was going to be back in it i think it got mentioned post show right that it's confirmed it's back and yeah. it's all about oh well alex hunter of course is going to fight for his story in the champions league and things like that champions league is going to be their key thing this next this next year but it is a key point as you go throughout this conference that the lack of gameplay is shocking and it makes you think stuff and I mean this also and we'll get talking about it in the uh, episode about Bethesda that you're like did this really warrant a full-blown press conference at E3 could he not have done a Nintendo Direct style mm. here's a bunch of trailers and rather yeah. than here's a conference and maybe get folks' hopes up a bit too much mm-hmm. um, but yeah there was nothing really jumping out at FIFA they didn't in years gone by they've harped on about oh we've tweak this or we've yeah. done that to improve gameplay or improve movement or anything yeah. like that. None of that was really touched on. It was 100% focused. Just on the Champions, on the Champions League. Because yeah. they had the trophy in the middle yeah. of it and go like, oh wow, you know, like, oh, I was standing next to this and you're like, okay. And yeah, even I was like, okay, cheers. Because yeah. yeah. they kind of brought it on but you could see the person bringing it on then they shine, shone the light on it and you're like, oh, okay, fine. So I think people will be very quickly getting... Uh, an idea of our opinion so far yeah. of how this conference goes for us mm-hmm. and how we feel about it and it, it it is definitely the general reception that has been online post show but we'll move on and if there's any points that well, you haven't I've noticed, you want to jump in I noticed on. that they announced that launching summer is Origin Access so this is kind of going to be like EA Access for, for PC gamers Yes. so again that's something that you didn't need to take to this stage to talk about. Yeah. You know. It's, what is it, Access Premium. So it's basically a case of, unlike with, what is it, with the normal Access, you get their back catalogue, and then any new titles get added after 12 months, I think is the score. And then you get, like, with certain, like, with FIFA, you get 10 hours early play. Whereas the Premium version they're trying to flog to us here is basically you get everything release day. Yeah. So So instead of maybe £5 a month, £10 a month, and you get... The brand new games, which, if you're a big EA player, yeah, maybe not so bad. But um, who plays? If you're, if you're not, who plays FIFA on their PC? Yeah, well, the question is, will this carry over to like the Xbox version? 
of access. I know it's origin access they were talking about, yeah. but you have just regular EA access yeah. as well. So well, that's probably something they'll talk about next year. We'll we'll see about that. Um, but yeah, as I said, if there's anything before I jump yeah, on okay. that you want to, no, I'm just kind of looking at your for things. Um, the next thing I'm going to talk about here, I think this was I'm not going to say one of the biggest PR fubas. Uh, of the night because uh, I have one to rant about when we get to it later <laughs> but I just thought this was so sloppily done yep. and that was the announcement of Star Wars The Fallen Order mm-hmm. <laughs> Jedi Fallen Order Jedi Fallen Order um, where they just went and found this boy from Respawn mm-hmm. sitting in the crowd and was like oh it's funny that you're here isn't it yeah and I just love like, seeing all these new games <laughs> and you're like oh it's my just god like, and it's just like, is there anything you'd like to tell us? And it's just like, oh, there's a new Star Wars game and it's going to be based in the dark times. And it's just like, and when's that going to be set? In the dark times. Yeah. But when's that going to be set? Between episodes three and four, you idiot. Um, but yeah, that's really it. All we know is it's going to be holiday 2019. This... Like I said, I think was a big mess up that they just did it talking to a guy from the studio in the crowd. They either should have, A, just brought him up on stage and put a graphic on stage. Yeah, they should have done what they did whenever they announced that Battlefront was coming back to Xbox. Whenever they had like the AT-AT and then you just sort of the speeder and you had the AT-AT come down and said Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah. What if they were to have, you know, just Vader standing there, lightsaber ignited, Star Wars, Jedi Fallen Order. But this confirms me this thing must be so early into production yeah oh yeah especially if it's not until you know holiday, holiday next, next year, year. Uh-huh. and i think that's going to be a bit ambitious for a good quality game yep um the least they could have done like i said get them up on stage do a segment on stage or and this is again something i'm going to talk about with uh, bethesda down the line is even just put a quick 20 second animated video of some kind just giving the slightest subtleties and then just boom flash the logo on screen. or do what they normally do is because whenever this was starting um i watched this on the ign app and they were saying like anything you can predict and the guy went i guarantee that at ea they'll show some people working in an office at a computer talking about how much they wanted to work on this game and then we'll have like uh, the title that is notorious like, EA. It's like, well, why didn't they just do that? We're committed to working on one of these Star Wars games, you know, like and before the Dark Times, you know, before the Empire. Oh, no, it's kind of after that. And then just have Jedi fall in order instead of, you know, here, blah. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. Do not get me wrong, though, however, I am harping on and being negative about it. The premise of the game, however, I absolutely love the idea of it, that mm. it's based in that time period where... Any of the remaining Jedi orders getting hunted down and killed. Are you going to be the Jedi? Are you going to be one of the hunters? What is the actual story in the grand scheme of it? Um, intrigued, interested, um, looking forward to it. But it will be some time. I don't. Think I won't. I won't get hyped until I see <coughs> proper footage to just exactly see what it's going to entail. If this is going to... If we're not going to see anything until this time next year, there's no way that's coming out for Christmas. If they had done Anthem and shown Anthem last year and it's still not coming out until February next year, 
there's no mission of that happening. I think that if Disney have put the squeeze on them and said, you need to announce something. Proper. Just, you need to announce Proper. A, a different game apart from Battlefront coming out. And an, then, actual, an actual story-driven game. Yeah, and then it went, okay. You know, because you think... You think it could have been easy to go back and do Star Wars thirteen thirteen and restart that, yeah. or do the other one that they showed last year whenever the person was walking out. I loved the premise of that one. Yeah, but then it was like, oh no, we're not doing that. Because all like, the all a lot of info leaked for that, and it was talking about like you're an Alderanian kind of on the run throughout the galaxy, and the Empire were trying to hunt down all remaining citizens of Alderaan just to wipe that slate clean and mm-hmm. things like that. I thought that premise was awesome because everything doesn't need to be jedis no no don't get me wrong running around flinging a lightsaber about it's all cool and all. that's fine but give me a good story yeah and i was i had great promise for that game because it had amy hennig at the helm who's notorious i'm not gonna say notorious uh such strong involvement in the uncharted series for years yeah she's a bit strong-willed so i think that's what eventually scuppered the previous one okay but uh yeah we'll see in due course what uh Jedi Fallen Order has in store for us. Uh, after that, we got more Star Wars, mm-hmm. and that is Battlefront Two. Yeah. Um, why, why? Very much. We're sorry. Yeah, it's kind of you know we are listening to the fans, and we know that we've made a mistake with these loot boxes, blah blah blah. And it's like you felt sorry that he was kind of you're going on, you know, it's kind of you're going on to talk. Put the sympathetic <laughs> Swedish man on the stage, oh, everybody. Well, I don't want to talk about that. Like, no, go ahead and then just mention stuff. Mention Clone Wars. I mention people like Clone Wars. Mention four heroes, heroes and villains, and that'll do it. And then just come and say something to do with a large map, and then just come off, and you you'd be fine, you'd be grand. And that's effectively what he did. But again, the only footage we got here was the already existing footage that was released like last week for yeah, the solo stuff. Update, yeah. So again, we got a graphic of Grievous on the screen. Yeah, and, and then they didn't show anyone else, so we don't know if Obi Wan is Ewan McGregor or the Alec Guinness yeah, one. I would assume if it's Clone Wars, it's going to be Ewan McGregor. Um, because Dooku's Clone Wars, they specifically named Anakin, yeah. so you would think it'll be Ewan McGregor, which is exciting. Um, I didn't know that this is going to be like the first time Obi-Wan's going to be in these Battlefront games. Yeah. It's crazy to think he's been mm-hmm. omitted to this to this point. Um, it'll be cool, but again, Battlefront's not my thing it's, in comparison it, to what it used to be. It's who is still playing this game. After what had happened before, it, this is kind of like... They've got the game and they're just p- trying to put a, a plaster or band-aid on it to try and you try and make it better, but it's not going to do anything. It's a big gashed open wound and they're putting a plaster on it going, yeah. here, that, that there, I'll, that there. I'll Perfect example as well. You've nailed it, but also, quick spoiler for The Last Jedi, nothing drastic, anybody. It's a wee opening snippet. It's a funny scene. When BB-8 is trying to plug like the electrical holes mm-hmm. in the X-Wing yeah. at the start, and he just can't handle it and he just drives his head into yeah. the side of the X-Wing and that solves the problem. Mm-hmm. That's what EA have had to try and do with Battlefront 2. Yeah. Um, will it be cool seeing those characters in a Star Wars multiplayer game? Yeah, cool. Is the game for me? No. I enjoyed the single player story, but again, didn't really last too long. And the premise it was built on, of being on the Empire side, yeah, didn't get followed through on. No, it did not. Any other points you want to make before we move on? No, they just said there's something to do with one of the maps was going to be the largest map in Battlefront history. And Geonosis. Yeah, so... And something about capturing things and capital ships. 
things like that. Whoop. <laughs> uh, after that, this is this is the small section of this conference that kind of completely departed normal EA, mm-hmm. and we got Unravel Two. And this was the first time we actually saw a gameplay of something. Yeah. And the cool thing that I have to give props, right? You know, I've not played the first Unraveled. It looks like a neat Wii game. It doesn't look like it probably has much substance or lasts crazy long. No. But I think it's cool when the likes of this thing happens where it's like, oh, look, here's this game that we never announced and here's the first footage you're seeing. I thought, oh, by the way, you can go and download it now. But you couldn't. Why? What happened? Whenever, whenever they said that it was out now, I checked the, both the PlayStation Store and the Xbox Store and it wasn't on it. I then checked on... When was this? Saturday? I then checked Sunday morning. Still wasn't there. Sunday afternoon it was finally wow, there. Really? 14.99 for the PlayStation Store and £15.19 for the Xbox. That's a bit of an odd difference in price, isn't it? Yeah, for the sake of 20p or whatever. But then you buy a £15 credit, you need to buy £20 for yeah. that then. So that's a bit... But then with this... Again, EA kind of had their foot in the door early because then there was one from Microsoft that looked eerily similar to mm. this, and we'll get on to that later. Um, but yeah, looks good. Cool that it got released semi on the same day, according <laughs> to Chris. Um, but it's actually the next one that kind of piqued my interest, and that is Sea of Solitude, and it's coming out early 2019. You know what? I didn't even write that down here. Uh, it was presented, I can't remember the lady's name, but uh, she's from Berlin and the studio is a wee indie studio in Berlin. Now an interesting fact before I actually even dive into this game, uh, no pun intended, um, is that apparently the word is EA is helping these studios to fund their game, fund their development and all, but they're not going to be taking a slice of any profits the game may make. The profit will go to the indie studio. Oh, well, that's These good. are supposedly labours of love. Um, not that they can't afford it. Yeah. This is a big argument that's actually come out of this press conference from a lot of folks is this is the this is the sort of EA we want to see. Yes, these indie games or whatever mightn't be the cup of tea of everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, for every 20 indie games released, there's maybe one that half interests me. Yeah. You know, Especially on the, like, the Nintendo Switch and the, the might that's there for them. Exactly. But... The amount of profit EA make on a yearly basis, take a good chunk of that. It won't make an impact on your day-to-day runnings of your company. If you took 10% of what you make on FIFA Ultimate Team, you know, you there's 60-odd million. Yeah, you know, these indie studios could probably make these games at a reasonably affordable rate. Mm-hmm. You could have 10, 15, 20 maybe indie games every year or so just by cutting out... A little bit of your profit and the fans would kind of see a different side to your company and maybe not think you're complete greedy you know people people individuals <laughs> oh, I was really uh, there. but yes yeah, see a solitude presented by a lovely lady from berlin based around the concept of loneliness and how that can affect you as a person and the premise of this is that you're playing as this wee girl who has become a monster as a result of her loneliness Mm -hmm. and the whole point of the story is to go along and kind of claw her way back to humanity but the graphic style and all remind me very much of what was it rune i think yeah that sort of cell shaded thing 
We didn't see much again. It was a regular trailer. I would say it is a lot more indicative of gameplay okay. than a lot of what we saw at this conference. But yeah, it's one I'm going to be keeping an eye on. Uh, obviously didn't impact you too much because it wasn't on your list. Nope. I think I was busy texting or doing something then. No worries. Uh, then we got another flurry of sporting games and that was NBA Live 19 and Madden 19. NBA uh, September 7th, Madden, no release date. And did you not notice that there was no NHL either? No NHL. The guy, uh, the head of uh, studio for NHL came out because a load of fans were pestering and said, well, where's NHL? And he says they're holding it back for the NHL end of season awards in a month or so in Vegas. So very much like the way you never see WWE because they announced that on Raw he's going to be on the cover yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Pretty much. It. So they're holding it off for the end of season awards. Uh, always annoys me. <laughs> but based on this conference, I don't think we would have saw much anyway. No. So let it have its time down the line. Again, no real proper gameplay for either NBA or uh, Madden. I think they made fleeting reference to Madden's own story mode, a bit like the Alex Hunter stuff from yeah. FIFA. Mm-hmm. I think the thing that really just was like, Ugh, at this point was the two guys they got out to talk about Madden. It was some kid who won, like, obviously oh, their yeah, the eSports championship, oh, yeah. oh, the Madden so Bowl. so awkward And looking. the other guy, I think, was like a Pittsburgh Steeler or something like that. Yeah, because um, he went, oh, let me see that belt. That belt has a lot of bling. And went, well, you're not getting this And he just back. walked off. And you're like, <laughs> Really? But yeah, the, the 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 kid that was with him especially was particularly poor and they were trying to get the professional footballer to kind of like big him up. It's like, wow, you're good at a video game? Big whoop, man? Yeah, you know? I did have some devastating losses and I was like, what? I do not care. It's like, oh my, it's like, oh, is he, is this is your life just playing this game? Right. But I find yeah. it odd that there's no release date for Madden. Because usually yep. it's very much August, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's it's August, and then NHL is usually September. Yeah, which means that... I and mean, then, of course, FIFA. Yeah, so that could be out October time, because September 7th you have NBA, and then three weeks later you have FIFA then. And then everybody... Oh, I have actually wrote here... Sorry, Mobile Muck Fight. Because this tells you everything you need to know about EA. Because, you know, as things went throughout this conference, was it good? Meh. Was it completely bad? Meh. But you were surviving and you were getting on with it. Yes, you weren't seeing much gameplay. Fine. Whatever. We got the next 10 minutes dedicated to a mobile real-time strategy game. uh, War-based, all that sort of thing. But in that 10 minutes, we had commentary from a shoutcaster, yeah. not a commentator. Just call them a commentator. They've done that before with Microsoft. They had like a shoutcaster thing yeah. where he was legitimately shouting. And yeah. you're like, ugh. But they didn't tell you what was being played. And you were sitting there for 10 minutes going, is this really still going on right now? Yeah. Uh-huh. And... By three minutes into it, I was frustrated as hell. Never, right. m- never mind getting towards the ten minutes. I think mark. me and the wall had a good conversation right about then. And then once the ten minutes up and it's finally over, and you're oh thank goodness for that. They then reveal that it's Command and Conquer. Command and Conquer Rivals, and if you have Google, like a Samsung, you can download it today. To which there was no response at that stage. The crowd were kind of 
we don't care. It's just people like you've had wanted ten minutes of our people lives. wanted Command and Conquer, but not on mobile. Yeah. Mobile. Uh, this is the this is the point that we were talking about in that we didn't get enough gameplay of others, but we got an abundance of gameplay for this game. This game did not need to show us ten minutes of gameplay footage, let alone with a shoutcaster uh, shouting over the top of it. This is not the Command and Conquer people want. The no. absolute this was the kind of proverbial I'm not gonna say needle in the coffin for this press conference. But it was a real downer and any sort of life that people had in enthusiasm for this conference kind of went out the window. Um, do you remember it was a few years ago that a certain company called Bioware was meant to be doing a proper Command and Conquer? Uh, and then that got scrapped um, around the time that Mass Effect Andromeda was having issues and they needed to redirect everybody. Oh God. Um, but yes... As the CEO of EA said, Command and Conquer for a new generation. New generation is becoming a key term for, look what we've messed up with your favourite title. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to play a game on the go? No. Well, you can, but I don't want to. Be free to download today in our purchases reply. Yeah. And last. Oh, sorry, not, not last. Sorry. This is the moment where a rant is coming out. Okay. Because it was at this point, I, I just mentioned the CEO coming out saying, you know, Command and Conquer for a new generation. Oh boy, is EA trying to do damage limitation with <laughs> their complete mess up this last year and beyond, really. This was just the year that they got called out for their absolute nonsense. Yeah. Um, he's like, you know, we appreciate you fans and we know that you want to play what you want to play and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. So that's why we're involved with X Charity for helping kids play games and all this other stuff. And you know what we've done, everybody? Because we're such a good, cool company and listen to you and appreciate your support. We've donated $1 million to this charity. Now, is that $1 million for the three of them? Or $1 million for, $1 million for this one, that one, and this one? Or $1 million in general? So which means... By you know, just over three hundred and fifty thousand. It's divided by three. Wow, aren't you so generous, EA? You make you kind of quickly hinted at it earlier. FIFA Ultimate Team makes about six hundred and fifty million dollars a year profit. I think if you total up all of the cash earning incentives across EA games, so. Ultimate team spreads across into NHL. You've got, of course, Battlefront. Now, it'll, of course, take a hit this year. You have Madden. You have Madden as UFC. well. They're all added. I think it works out at about $1.3 billion a year profit in Ultimate Team stuff. Microtransactions in general. You really need to do better than one million dollars across three charities now don't get me wrong i'm sure those charities absolutely appreciate it and it's a lovely gesture but when you've been in a position and key up this segment to go look we're not totally bad guys here we mm -hmm. actually care about people and you make this amount of money a year and you donate one million dollars don't get me wrong i'd love a million dollars right now it would set me up pretty much for life yeah but, but 
then again, you're not making like one, you know, a couple of billion a year. You exactly. Know? You know, I'm not saying turn around and say here's fifty million. Yeah, but then it's a different thing if you were to do like say what Overwatch did, and they did a thing to do with breast cancer, wasn't it? And then if you bought this skin. All the pro- proceeds for that went to, or like WWE say, the, the, all those shirt sales to do with, you know, that Susan G. Jacobin for the cure, that all goes to that. Why didn't you just do a thing for FIFA and then do a thing for if you play as the women characters or whatever, you know, you can get different kits for that. Or even with, with the likes of, say, the World Cup mode, what they were doing instead of doing it for free, did it for $5 yeah, you know, or whatever, and then all that profit goes to the charities. I would say, even if you did, say you did a charity weekend on FIFA, mm-hmm. and it was basically all purchases for Ultimate Team over that weekend, the money goes to the charity. Yeah, you'd have made ten times as much as this. Oh, of course, yeah. So you would to give to the charity. Yes, that money, as a result, comes from the people who play your games. It wouldn't be technically coming from EA. But it would look a lot better. Easy way you fix it. You put the loot boxes back in the Star Wars and you say all the profits from that go to the charity. Mm-hmm. That's all you need to do because if people want to buy them, they can do. But then EA are saying, we're sorry about it. We've put it in, but all the profits will go to charity. Yeah. But I think the main issue I have, yes, giving the money is lovely. I'm not going to say, you know, I'm glad that money's going to these charities. But I just think it's the way the segment was handled. Yeah. And it's like, look... We're not bad guys, you know. Please like us. We gave money to charity. Don't like that, and it's something I'll hit upon again when we start talking about Xbox and Microsoft, because they have a little thing, but they don't harp on about it too much. Yeah, it was kind of it was very fleeting, fleetingly mentioned. Yeah, and then there was there was nothing more said yeah, about it. Yeah. Tune in to our Xbox episode to hear us to talk about that. Right, let's round this out because we've been harping on about EA enough. Uh, this has gone longer, and I thought typical story with us here mm-hmm. uh, and that is Anthem Chris what did we think about all of the Anthem stuff uh, honestly I had switched off whenever I saw your woman sitting there and three chairs coming out I was like oh my god they're going to bring people out and they're basically just going to sit there and they're just going to talk yeah. about the game we're not going to see people play the game we're just going to hear like Casey Hudson who obviously was heavily involved with the Mass Effect and made the point known that he was yep. no idea who the other two people were but as soon as I saw that chair and I saw her with their cards in her hand, I was like, oh no. Yeah. Uh, at that point, I had switched off. There are two things that I do not like at E3. Number one is scripted multiplayer talk, which Ubisoft is notorious for, and we see a glimpse off in Microsoft's press conference, and is scripted Q&A sessions. Mm-hmm. Because you could tell when this was going on, this had been practised within an inch of its life. Oh yeah, because they do rehearsals because Phil Spencer had said that he was excited for, they'd just done their rehearsal for um, the Microsoft one and said, and then that's whenever he said, we're giving you 15 world premieres, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, right, okay. But with this, it just as soon as I saw it, I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not watching this. I'm not even entertaining this. Yeah. It really, I'm concerned. For Anthem, I think I am a lot more, what can I say, reserved, restraining myself when it comes to Bioware now, after Mass Effect Oh yeah, Effect and yeah, Tomino. I have said that until I play that game, because all the big ones, like The Division, Destiny, 
were hyped to hell. They came out and they were nowhere near what you expected them to be. Yeah. And I have a funny feeling that this will promise a lot, but it won't deliver. Yeah, it's... They... Bioware really burned the fan base with Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh yeah, they did. That game should never have been released when it did, never mind that year, probably for the next year and a half, that game should have been out. I've always said I've always said that Mass Effect Andromeda is like the adopted child of the Mass Effect universe. Yeah. Where it came out and the parents were going like, Oh my god, look at this game, it's brilliant and then He's like Sloth from Goonies, look at the face animation. And and then it was like and then it got progressively worse and it was like, Right, we're sorry, we'll kinda of try and fix it and then it was almost a case of we kind of don't want the ki- this kid no more so we're not going to support yeah. him anymore so just go and stand in the corner over there. Because when I played Mass Effect and Drama my experience of Mass Effect and Drama has got worse with time. Okay. Um, when I first started playing because I was sitting there and I was like I'm not buying this at launch. I'm not buying this at launch. Then I got a, a money voucher and I was like fine I'll buy it. And I played it and I was like oh, this is okay. I've accepted that the facial animations aren't good. Blah blah blah. And I played through the game I was like yeah, that was I enjoyed that, but the more I look back at it over mm-hmm. time, I'm just like, wow, how bad that is in comparison to. Oh yeah, I mean the it's past. It's very. Whenever I interacted with characters, I didn't care. Yeah, and this is what I'm afraid of happening here is that yeah. if I'm if there is, will there be enough story? Yeah, or will this be a case of with Destiny, you need to have a team, and that's the thing is that that's all well and being, but sometimes you ask this person or that person to come online and they can't which yeah. means you have to play with strangers and then I find that your experience isn't as yeah. enriched then no I like the idea that it's PVE not PVP because you know that means then it's a bit like uh, Mass Effect 3's multiplayer that we played for many's an hour and many's okay. a day yeah. that it's you versus the computer mm-hmm. you know there's no well, I'm going to say there's no D-heads that you have to deal with. If you get put in a random team, you could potentially have a random D-head. That could yeah. happen. But I'm very much, you know, I like my multiplayer to be playing with friends, but against a computer or whatever. I'm not up for playing Battle all, these, all these nut jobs that are like, hey, F your mama, and you yeah. know, stuff like that. And God, cuss, you went really straight you out, there. You know, cussing you out and this sort of thing. It's just like, I want to relax, play a game, enjoy myself with my mates, and that'll do me nicely. I hope that this game turns into something like what we enjoyed with the Mass Effect 3 multiplayer, because there's nothing I would love more <coughs> than to be able to have something like that again. Yeah. That is something I greatly miss having to sit down and play is like that Mass Effect 3 multiplayer because was it the craziest multiplayer in the world? No. But did I have a hell of a good time? Very much so. Plus the fact that though the one good aspect of that was the more you played that the more it helped your single player campaign as well. So if you needed to have the Krogans or the Silurians if you played as them then you would find that more of their trips would go into your your thing. Less, Less said about the ending the better. But the graphics were nice. What I saw looked nice, but I'm at the point where do I trust you? Mm-hmm. That what you're showing and what you're telling me is going to deliver. This will 100%. I may have caved with Mass Effect Andromeda because I got a voucher. This game, I am 100% holding off to see just what the story is. Plus the fact that that is out the same time as... The, some of the release schedules are ridiculous. Well, I know that it's out... 
It's the same day same as Days Gone. Days Gone and Metro Exodus. And then wasn't it Crackdown 3 a few days earlier? Crackdown 3 is like a week earlier, um, which is February 19th. February, so February has become uh, November. Yeah, well, pretty much, yeah. Um, and November's still busy this year. October and November's yeah, still busy October, this year. October's more of the busy one, so it is, but... It's it's almost like, and it's I kind of said it about uh, COD this year, mm-hmm. everybody's running from Red Dead. Yeah. And I wonder, is this part of it as well? Now, I, I would probably suspect that Anthem needs the time into February. I think... But the, I think the likes of Days Gone and all as well is running. I think because of what happened whenever they showed this last year and then all the scripted gameplay and all, and then that's whenever Mass Effect was out, like a couple of months prior, and then that wasn't right, they maybe have said, we need more time for this. And then that's why they put it off till February next year. So, I don't know. It's kind of like... It's kind of been like in a relationship and you've been cheated on and then you've said you've forgiven them but at the back of your mind you're like I don't know if I still trust you and that's kind of the same way what's going on with here yeah. was like this game looks good but there's more to yeah. there's more to a game than just the graphics. I think that's a key reason why you see Casey Hudson here. Mm-hmm. It's very much EA's attempt to go look this, this is the guy that you really really like who was in charge of you know, the trilogy, the Mass Effect trilogy yeah. that you really enjoyed. Yes, we maybe messed it a wee bit at the end, but... And you know what... Look, look it's Casey, you know. You what know. The, you know what the, all they needed to do whenever he came out was say, like, well, you know, I wasn't directly involved in Mass Effect Andromeda, but what we've decided to do is do, like, an HD remake of the first three available for PS4 and Xbox One. Yeah, EA, EA they, are missing an absolute killing not doing a remaster of the original Mass Effect trilogy. But whenever you look at the likes of, say, The Last of Us remastered, Crash Bandicoot, Spyro, you know, some of the Lego games have been redone. I'm, I'm sure I've missed, like, the Uncharted games yeah. as well. All went but back to number one on the charts. Exactly, because people, you're giving th- these games for a new generation. Mm, you Etsy. Know? Yeah, so uh, if you want to keep saying about, you know, Command & Conquer for a new re- generation, but... Anyway, but yeah, I think that'll do it for you. What would you grade? Would you give this then? A big D. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't think that through, wow, did I? Wow, you really did not. D for David. Yeah, okay. About um, yourself. I think, yeah, I'm not going to be totally, I think I'll give it a D. You know, like it's one of those ones that needs to needs to um revise more like i'm saying it's sort of d borderline c minus no right mine's d territory. mine's d borderline e oh really yeah because there was no game at any stage of this that i was like really and was like oh oh fair enough know, so fair enough yeah uh so yeah not particularly a good start in our opinion to uh-huh. e3 2018 um hopefully Microsoft can do better in our next episode. <laughs> I think this next episode is going to be particularly fun. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys of what your opinion was off the EA press conference. Get in contact with us at RetroShockPod on Twitter. Drop us a DM and we will look to getting your uh, opinions on our episodes tomorrow. It's weird saying that. Yeah. Uh, you know, either the Ubisoft, the PlayStation, etc. episodes tomorrow. But if you have an opinion on any of the conferences, so 
EA, Microsoft and Bethesda. Get your opinions into us as soon as possible because, like I said, we're recording tomorrow right away. So we would need them in pretty sharpest. But the DMs are open. Get the messages to us and we'll see about getting them on the show because we'd love to hear what you think. Um, and just in general for the shows going forward. But uh, we hope you've enjoyed this kind of summary and rant, so to say, on yeah. EA's press conference at E3 2018. Um, yeah, we'll see you in about five minutes for our Microsoft episode. Yeah, so just uh, hit play next. Next.